So is the voice of reason, the reasonable middle, a crusty old sock? He believes he may be. Canadian comedic icon Ed the Sock comes to Kamloops to play the Blue Grotto in early December, and he joins the NL Morning News. Good morning, Mr. Sock. Good morning. What is this business about crusty? I have no crusts on me. I observe hygiene. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I if you're was... speaking metaphorically, okay, I'll go with that. I just don't want anybody showing up at the Blue Grotto expecting me to be covered in scabs or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, listener discretion may be advised over oh, the next six, seven minutes. Uh, so you're on tour to fight the war on stupidity. Uh, by the way, uh, a dude on a bicycle in Victoria uh, hits a car, I think this was yesterday, uh, defecates on the sidewalk. This this was breaking news on NL just a little while ago. Uh, defecates on the sidewalk, throws it at the driver of the car. So, uh, has has the world gone mad? Has the world gone mad, Ed? Well, um, you know, in the U.S., that would be a gun. Um, I can't use the word, but... It sounds like drive-by shooting. It doesn't have homes. Um, that's, the, that's what we do here in Canada. So instead of shooting somebody with bullets, you throw poop at them. It also serves to let them know what it is you had for lunch. Sounds like drive-by shooting. Uh, thank you for your restraint. Uh, a reality TV star is now president of the United States. Uh, you, you say that you want to represent the reasonable middle. Uh, can a sock become the Prime Minister of Canada? Why not? In our past, we've had dummies. Why not a sock? But why? People say to me, Ed for Prime Minister, Ed for Prime Minister. Why would you wish that on me? What have I done to anybody that they would wish such a thing on me? Why would I want to go out there and have to compromise for the nation, have to be a leader for all people, have to be careful with what I say? I do better by not being Prime Minister, you know, which is something that, you know, Andrew Scheer is going to have to get used to because that ain't happening either. <laughs> so uh, you're not a sock that goes neither on the left foot nor the right foot. Thank you for that uh, ethnic reference. Um, but yes, I am in the middle. Listen, the fact is that nowadays uh, left and right are stupidity and stereo. The loudest voices are the only ones we hear because everybody nowadays with clickbait and everything, you have to always put on the people who are the circus freaks, the ones who are going to attract attention. The people who are reasonable and are like, yeah, I can see a point here, I can see the point there. People who don't have dyed-in-the-wool knee-jerk reactions, which is most people, nobody is speaking for them. Well, I am not the kind that can be shouted down. I have for years been Canada's inner voice out loud. You'll watch me and you'll say, hey, that's what I was thinking. He Ed just said what I was thinking. Well, I need to come back because nobody is saying what you are thinking. And I'm going to come back with the war on stupid and weaponize intelligence and humor directed at both the right and the left so those of us in the intelligent middle can start to regain ground. Now, uh, I think it was Bono who recently said that he was going to, uh, he recommended that comedy and laughter be injected into, I, I think it was the Middle East. I think that's how he was going to uh, solve what was go going, oh, that was right in Syria. I think it was uh, in Syria that he said that he was going to solve the world's problems. Uh, was he actually onto something? Well, I mean, Syria's a laugh riot. 
I mean, there's just so much humor to be mined from there. Bono's a moron, okay? He's a self-serving, egotistical moron with those stupid glasses. But the fact is, there is actually a war on comedy. Comedy is politics by other means. Comedy has always been there so that we can examine difficult conversations, but with the comedy, it doesn't feel like someone's yelling at you, you don't feel judged. Comedy is like the spoonful of sugar that makes the medicine go down. But now, you can't joke about anything. That's one of the big problems today, is that even stand-up comics, they don't even want to do college circuits anymore, because they can't stand the outrage. People need to recognize that comedy has a greater value than people writing angry editorials. Comedy helps us look at things from a different perspective without feeling like we're being attacked. So comedy, Bono is right in that, that comedy can help solve a lot of the problems we're facing. I don't think it's going to solve the problem in Syria, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, wh what about Justin Trudeau? Uh, is he not centrist enough for you? Well, the thing is, I don't have a ton of problems with uh, what, what uh, Trudeau does. It's just I can't stand how he does it. It's like I would have had a cabinet that was 50% women, but I wouldn't have announced it. I would have just had a cabinet that was 50% women, and when someone said, hey, that's half women, I would have said, hey, how about that, and left it alone, rather than trumpeting 50% women. It, you know, stop calling attention to these things. It just makes people resent you. Even people who support the idea of a cabinet of 50% women get angry when you stand out there beating your chest, talking about how wonderful you are for doing it. I hear ya. Uh, so, uh, uh, when was the last time you were kicking around Kamloops? I don't remember exactly when it was. I think it was about 2000. There was a much music snow job, and I was out there in Kamloops, and I remember, I remember getting, uh, there was a tour service uh, that was brand new that uh, took us out to tour Kamloops. And the interesting thing was, we would get to a spot, and the woman would point out, now here is where X happened, something historical. And we'd drive a little bit, and she'd say, oh, oh, no, actually, this is the spot where that happened. The last spot, <laughs> I don't know what that last spot was. This is the spot where the first settlement was. And then we'd go, so she said, oh, no, no, wait, the other two, they were wrong. This is the, this woman had no idea what, where anything actually was. So we left the tour more confused than ever about where anything historical was, but very, very entertained. Plus, I loved Surplus Herbies, the craziest place on earth. It still is crazy. insane. <laughs> I don't even know how people can go in there and come out. Your, your life is transformed. Look at those mattresses. <laughs> they are crazy. Uh, Ed, uh, tell us about uh, FUN, and I don't think it just stands for fun, and, and could you be careful on this? Well, it, it's my new network, which is going to, it's an online network. You'll start seeing it in February. Uh, FUNetwork.tv. Uh, it's fun, the FU network. And it's to r restore the lost magic that was much music, that stuff that was authentic and in the moment and felt, made people felt connected and relatable to. And uh, F-U stands for For Us. Oh, okay. Uh, or I can stand for anything else you want. It so stands for Farmers United. Uh, or I can stand for <laughs> what most people think it stands for, F-U. But uh, that's the idea, is that it appeals to people on many levels. You'll see my programming there. I'll have some new fromage shows there. Uh, new weekly uh, news shows, but there's also going to be all kinds of stuff there. Politics, uh, current affairs, video games, comedy, uh, women's issues, health, everything is going to be there. Uh, but the common thread is our slogan, which is smart-ass begins with smart. Everything's going to have intelligence and a sense of humor, because you know that you're still reasonable. You know you still have perspective when you have a sense of humor. When you start saying, you can't laugh at this, you can't laugh at that, 
you've gone off the deep end. What are we going to get at the grotto on December the 3rd? Well, there's going to be my, uh, my comments trying to elevate the uh, conversation in public debate about numerous topics that are current and important. Plus, I'm going to run uh, classic clips of me with celebrities and classic much music clips of mine and tell you what went on before the camera rolled and after the camera uh, shut off. Because those stories have never been told, how I dealt with celebrities, how they related to me, um, and stuff I had to deal with with management. Plus, I'm going to run some clips which haven't been seen in years. These are clips that were run on broadcast television, no problem, 10 years ago. And now you can't run them because the world has turned into one giant clenched colon. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, well, don't uh, get too cleansed. Don't get lost in the washing machine there, all right? Oh, you waited till the end to, to come up with that stick. Were you working on that the whole time? Were you working up the courage? No, but man, I, I certainly liked uh, your take on, on the on on the cyclist in Victoria. Ed, hey, we'll see it uh, we'll see at the grotto and maybe even down at Surplus Herbie's on December the third. I don't know, it's too crazy. <laughs> okay. Talk to you soon. Yeah. See you Ed, later.